It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Love is in the air. Love is in the air. <gasps> oh, what's wrong? Why are you holding your breath, buddy? Get up on out of the water. Is that what you're doing? Breathe in the air. Because I know you want some of that love up in your lungs. Mm-mm. Get some of those love lungs. No that thanks. Hard I don't for want me to love say. lungs. You don't want? You don't love like lungs th- sounds like something you would sing about. Love lungs. You give me love lungs. I'll make a song about it right now. Do it. Love lungs. Every time I breathe the air, I fall in love. Because every time there's always... Love in the air, I got them love lungs, love lungs, love, love lungs. I really like love that very lungs. late 90s R&B feel to it. Thank you. I fucked up a little bit, but hopefully people don't really uh, notice listen it. Listen to the original song. And know <laughs> don't listen to the original song, Love Lungs. Um, It's very similar to the song, Love Lungs. It's very similar to the song, actually, Love Hurts. That's where I started Love off. Love Hurts. Exactly. Exactly. Love Wounds. That song reminds me of The that Wedding Singer. That 70s show? Oh. But also a good the thing for it to musical episode of That 70s Show is what it reminds me of. Dude, I love That 70s Show. I love any sitcom that takes place in a different decade. I think I just like period pieces. <laughs> I think I like Topher Grace. I think I like um, Fez. Okay. Welcome, 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 everybody. My name is Alejandro Grandoso Middleton. And my name is Christian Paquito Paquito Baltazar. Paquito Taquito? Paquito Taquito. No, fuck Paquito Taquitos. I want me a grandioso taquito. Large taquitos only for this big boy. That sounds suggestive. <laughs> I was not going to say anything and just let you say that. I should have gone with taco. Taco is more of like a... Nope, you said grandito taquito for you. <laughs> grandito taquito. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the proprietors and co-hosts of a show that we call... It Can't Be That Bad. Also known as ICBTB Podcast. Podcast. Uh, and what we do is we watch critically condemned films. Some of you might call them bad. Some of you might call them bad. Yeah, but the term bad is very subjective, so we go to something a little more concrete, like what the critics say. And uh, they're usually wrong. So we're the anti-critics, and what we say to the critics is, fuck, fuck you. you. Um, so we went ahead and watched a movie called Love, Wedding, Repeat. Say it one more time. Love, Love Wedding, wedding repeat. repeat. One more time. Love, Love Wedding, Repeat. Here one we more go. time. Love, Love, Wedding, Repeat. Here yeah. we go again. Love, Love Wedding, repeat. repeat. Groundhog Day. Love, Wedding, repeat. repeat. Onomas. Love, Love, Wedding, Repeat. repeat. Here we go again. Love, Wedding, Repeat. And if you're still with us after we just chanted that Thank 10 you. times, Thank you. you are a true baddie. Your check is in the mail. Um, this movie is a brand new movie. It was released April 10th, 2020. Boom. That is recent as fuck. It is so recent. It's on Netflix. So if you are craving a rom-com during these quarantine days... And this is one of the best rom-coms I've seen in a long time. It's very unorthodox. It's not your typical cringy rom-com. It's... No, uh, not a cringy almost at all. At uh, all? It definitely gets some weird parts. But I would say this is the only rom-com I've ever seen mm-hmm. that directly deals with the multiverse. Yes. It's kind of if you were to, like, mesh Marvel or Spider-Man into a rom-com. Or like Rick and Morty, where they're just like, what if this one slight difference changed the whole context of time? Or that Ashton Kutcher film. His name's Butterf- Kutcher. Co- Ashton Kutcher gets them Ashton Coochies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, butterfly effect. 
And if you mash that movie with, let's say, Crazy Stupid Love, you'd probably get this movie. What a crazy film. A mashup of Butterfly Effect and Crazy Stupid Love would be. Because it would be like Ashton Kutcher doing things as a child that makes him eventually fall in love with Emma Stone. That would be crazy. Yeah. And then her dad is Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd watch that, but I like Ryan Gosling a bit God more. Goddamn, I love Crazy Stupid Love. Such a great rom-com. Oh, too bad we're not doing that. We're doing Love Wedding Repeat. Because it's weirdly lowly rated. And I don't know if it's just because it's new or if because people hate British people. Uh, God knows I do. The ratings are 5.5. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back what? up. You you can't just say you hate British people. You, you use this audio platform <laughs> to say you hate groups of people. And I've stood by... Everything I say. Too long. No, not stood oh, by oh, everything oh, you oh, say. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I do not condone 90% of the shit that you say. I disagree. Mm, agree to disagree? Okay. Okay. It has a rating of 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a shocking 34% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Empire Magazine. Never heard it, of it. it. They deal with like movies and stuff like that. It's a pretty good um, publication. source? I don't know about that. It's okay. a two out of five. Two out of five. Christian, balls are large. That's me. What Got percentage them large balls. of Google users approve of this film? 89%. Way off? Is it in the 80s or is it in the 70s? You're so, so, so off. It almost makes me violently ill. That means you have a very weak immune system, and I don't know how you're alive right now. Go ahead. What is the real number? You don't want to guess one more time? Uh, 74%. Wow, you're so wrong. You know what? You shouldn't have guessed the second time. I'm not going to count the second time. Way to make me feel like shit, dude. (laughs) You should never be anyone's hype man. I was hoping that with you having me, having you as a co-host, you'd be my little John to my usher. You'd be my ludicrous to my fried chicken. I don't know what the fuck just happened here, but I'm not taking any of that shit. Um, It's a rating of 60% on Google. Here we go, guys. Synapses coming at you. Right at you. Alternate versions of the same wedding unfold as Jack tries to make sure his little sister has the perfect wedding day. Very simple. It's great. It's it's we can we can say the basic storyline and then we can go into like the variations of it. Yeah. So the basic storyline is Jack is trying to make sure that his sister Haley is having a perfect wedding. Yeah. But, but very his problems happen mostly centering around the fact that she has a romantic flame who shows that shows back up on the wedding day to try and reclaim the love yeah uh, not only is he high on cocaine and uh, they're trying to stop him from ruining the wedding mm-hmm. she uses this really strong sedative that she's gonna that she wants jack to slip in his drink so that they don't have to worry about it and that's kind of where the deviations start yeah the movie has all these different options on who, people who accidentally drink this sleeping which is why drug. this film is so unorthodox but works beautifully because it's a concept that's i haven't seen used on a rom-com no ever the yeah i think you're talking about like the multiverse like one little decision can change the course of exactly everything. i think it's really interesting because like the title suggests it's love wedding repeat mm-hmm. they do show a couple of different variations of how the story can go generally focuses on just two ways that the storyline follows yes but i would pay money to see how every single storyline progresses through. i would love for this to and i know we say this all the time for this to have been broken down into a mini series where we get to see every character every outcome. version of it yeah. oh that would be good that would be good um and for the, the reason as to why there is a multiverse with this is because all of these various characters that are very well fleshed mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. they're seated eight of them seated at this table at a wedding and uh their narrator uh says how many different ways can eight individuals be seated at a table? 
Surprisingly, narr- thousands. Who plays the narrator? I no, I'm sure it sounds like Judy Dench. Yes. It's probably Dame Judy Dench, but I, I wouldn't I be surprised. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I'm going to say it is. Uh, yeah, and it's all based on these kids who are fucking around with the with the seat number, the seat. First of all, titles. Fuck those kids. Are those kids real? Because it seemed like they just came in, did their thing, but they were and playing dipped during out. the wedding too, though. So they were there earlier. Yeah, yeah, but I get they were a necessary component for this possibility to be real. This is a look. Let's just say it right off the top, so we don't have to keep saying it over and over again. Watch this film. It's, it's great. Crazy. We cannot great. say enough about how funny and good this film is. Guys, Olivia Munn is in this, and if you are a fan of Olivia Munn, she's doing a great job in this. So her storyline is that her and Jack kind of had a run in years ago in Italy, and there was this kind of glimmer of a flame there that was quickly put out by an asshole's yeah. uh, 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 forcing into the situation. Yes. Um, so then that ends the ends it. They kind of go off their own separate yeah. ways. They had basically, to give a little more exposition, they, they spent a, a nice little weekend with each other in Rome. Yeah. How much more romantic could that get? And during that entire time, they had a connection, but he never kissed her. He finally gets the chance to kiss her. And right before he does, some random dude that he knows from college came uh, through and says, hey, I could give you the ride to the airport. because he's like, right going, now. He's going to London for his sister's wedding. And has that ever no, happened to you? No, he's not going to London. For, he's, leave, he's just oh, leaving Rome. That's right. This is this three is years prior the wedding. Yeah. The wedding. So um, has that ever happened where I, like, I have a really good run-in with somebody and then I have to leave? Dude, were you kind of just like had that moment where like, I should have done it. I should have kissed the girl. Um, and like something very small happened and it kind of just steered you off course. Yeah, I think maybe may, definitely, but I think to what, put this into like layman's terms, have you ever been cock blocked so bad or well, you've well, thought about it years in advance? No, I don't think about that because it never happens. You've just never kidding. been cock blocked? Um, no, I'm usually doing the blocking. Um, <laughs> oh, you're an ass. If you're a cock blocker, get the um, fuck out of town. No, I, I do think the, the, what I think is more similar to my life. <laughs> God damn it. I'm so afraid to say anything because of the sound clip you cut out of me being like, oh, with the hottest chick. I don't know what you're going to cut out and frame because you don't look. I'm like- not going to do that. I'm going to leave that video as is. Folks, uh, if you haven't yet, check out enough. the Girl Anyways, Next Door episode. Um, I have had a like really good weekend with somebody and then not seen them for years mm-hmm. and then almost completely like forgotten about that kind of connection. And then suddenly I'm faced with this person again had no idea that i was going to see them again and then it's kind of like oh man yeah that that's right i do kind of remember mm-hmm. these these moments and stuff i think that's those are the most beautiful parts about those moments is how unexpected it is and you know what yeah and yes and so because of that experience that i've had in this yeah. film i could kind of see i think a lot of people have that experience i don't think it's iconic to me i don't think i'm special in that way um but i do think that it, that's one of the ways that i very directly related to this film and i as most people, you see a little bit of yourself in every single character. Yeah. But I also saw a lot of my friends in these characters. So uh, generally, you like to break down the movie in who's who or like who I am and who you are in the who film. Who we identify with. But I actually have it pretty much broken up in, in most of our group of friends. Let's hear it. Okay. I'm excited so, for this. Generally, you are actually Jack. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, you I'm are Jack, actually the romantic who is dead sure. set on trying to make something work and doesn't know if this quasi- cosmic moment is ever going to happen again Um, because and this movie proves it happens all the time you just got to be ready for your opportunities Um, I believe uh, the the women might be different people but I think the guys I think uh, I'm some sort of amalgamation 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 I'll I'll take it I'll accept it of um, of Chaz 
and Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're them uh, fusioned together. The, like some of the things that Chaz says, I know I've definitely said in like my relationships, and like the exacerbated look that his fiance girlfriend has. Uh, Amanda. Girlfriend that he wants to be his fiance. Um, it's I've seen that look far too many times. She is so upset because she says a throwaway line about uh, his penis, and he becomes obsessed about Jack's with this. penis. About Jack's penis, and now he's Chaz you know, is comparing Chaz's... his penis to Jack's penis. And then he'll he'll say stuff like, uh, "I know," I, he's like, "I've been a solid seven point five out of ten. I've had other people tell Girls me." Girls always tell me that. And they like, have who, no problem who's telling with you that. And I've definitely been like. Damn, that's fucking hilarious. That's a fucking funny It's so funny. funny. Joke. He says, and he's saying shit like, I know that my, my dick could be thicker, but at least it's uh, long. And she's like, it's the well, wrong kind of British d- accent. Dude, I'm he's bad at British accents. Yeah, you're making him say, yeah, he's a chav. He's uh, in that. Hey, oh, bro. Okay, you want to try to say that quote no, in your I accent? No way, bro. At I least I'm brave enough to take that step, my friend. <sighs> yeah, but that's doing just for any kind of person. I sounded nothing like that. Do not try to imitate my accent attempts with other accent attempts. Look. I just love this film. <laughs> it's a great film. I do want to break down. I took the time. What's up? Uh, so they kind of, they don't show us every version. No. But they do show us a tiny peak of every version. It's like 30 seconds. But I slowed it down and watched every single frame. That to takes break a lot of commitment, my friend. Yes. So the first storyline we see, which is bonkers, involves um, Joel, I'm sorry, Brian. I keep calling him by his actor's name. Brian uh-huh. accidentally drinks the sleeping pill or the drink, the sleep Medicine? Yes, I don't even know sedative. What to call it. Sedative. Thank you. Thank you. I am not a doctor, nor do I play one on television. It's okay. He drinks a sedative, and that fucks everything up. He can't get through the maid of honor speech. He eats the wedding cake in front of everybody. He's an aspiring actor trying to get the attention of this infamous director that happens to be at the Who's wedding. Who's gross. Um, kind of, yeah, he's a gross guy. And because he took the sedative, Mark the cokehead didn't, and he actually took more cocaine and comes out and ruins the wedding by telling everybody over the loudspeaker that he slept with Haley. Dude, Fuck Mark. If there was anyone but, like but, that at the wedding, socked him in the face. If, the sto- if you were Mark. Uh, well, I don't think like I would if, ever be Mark. Maybe not with the cocaine, but I could see you being so in love with somebody that you show up on their wedding no, day. No, I'm smart. I'm romantically smarter than that. I'm more intact it's, with my emotions than Mark is. In How I Met Your Mother, they called it the, oh shit, what did they call it? They called it the Dom or something um, predicament where it's. If, if, like if associated with love, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, if you're in love with somebody and you do these big acts of love for somebody, it can come off either super creepy, like you're a Dahmer, or it can come off super cool nope. because they also reciprocate the feelings. Nope. The extent. If Haley did actually love Mark and he showed up on that day, it would be the most grandiose, beautiful magic moment of their relationship that he that she leaves this unhappy wedding to go with her boyfriend that she's or with this person that she's had deep. Oh, that could have been. But I hate how he does it. He's he does super it coked up. Way. And right so after the hot. cake comes out, he runs up to the mic. I, Haley and I shagged. <laughs> and then everyone's that like, you got what right. the fuck? That you I got did it right. pretty good. Good job. Thank you. Um, so then, and then, Roberto finds out that they fucked and then they go outside and he is, he dies. He accidentally falls off of a bridge. Spoiler alert. And it freeze frames and it goes, and it pretty much was like, and he died. At that point of the film, I'd forgotten that there were other storylines simultaneously building up. I don't know if we we hadn't seen any of the other storylines. No, I think that at this was the point only I was one. still like, "What the fuck?" And then it, and then it goes, "But that's not all that can happen." And it rewinds all the way back to the point where the kids are messing with the the name tags. Yes. And it, and then it shows you different versions of people drinking the potion. May I? You may. So the first uh, uh, alternate variation we see is. Uh, 
Brian drinks it. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, no, we see. We see That's I'm the sorry. first one. Yeah, Brian drinks right. it. Excuse me, that is the first one. And I'm burping. What the fuck is happening to me? Um, imploding. The fucking autocorrect changed whatever name it was to sailing. So Sydney. No, Sydney wasn't the first one. Sydney was later. Maybe it was Sydney. Sydney so Sydney's, Sydney is also a gentleman who's at the wedding who's wearing a kilt and is so oblivious to the fact that he can actually get laid from a chick who does like him because he's trying to bang Olivia Munn. Yes. That's you. He, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sydney. Do not compare would, me to Sydney. You would try to get, you would be, not, not in terms in, of the oblivion? Yes. 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 And the fact that you don't notice when chicks are definitely hitting on you. Yeah. All the time, Christian. Do I see women going like out of their way or, and it's not your fault. I've said it in the past before. You are just being you, which is a very nice guy. And yes. women take it as you flirting with them. So they start spitting it back at you and you don't see it. I don't see so it. So you're still doing your nice guy thing and they see it as you flirting back with them. It's and a I, blessing and a curse. I will sit back and watch you do it and just laugh to myself because. I have a question when i am oblivious does it come off as me playing harder to get because i'm so oblivious like i it does come off that i'm maybe flirting but since i'm not kind of like sealing the deal no, by saying no i don't it think it's that you're playing hard to get i think it's just that you're you're a nice person uh-huh and and it seems like anybody else who's this nice would be going out of their way to be this nice for this person that's crazy but that's that just I how you are for every way. single person because you're a fucking psychopath what uh, no i i the Trait of niceness is just so absent from today's world that it comes off as flirtation. Continue. So Sydney drinks the sedative, and we see an old the old lady, this reoccurring old lady, yeah. kick, kick Brian. Um, also, no, it's not Sydney because in that first cutaway, God damn it, I hate this. Who is it? I don't know. I have, you should have looked at I your did, phone before but it the said sailing. Fucking autocorrect. Because uh, Sydney does coke with Mark at the table. Really? In the first cutaway, there's a couple Whoa. of cuts of of Mark like doing little little dabs uh, with with Kilt Boy. Uh, then it cuts back to the old lady hugging Brian, uh, and then Olivia Munn is super drunk, and the guy who looks like Michael Fassbender, Jack. Uh-huh. I kept saying that was Michael Fassbender. Does in all not of look my like notes. Michael Fassbender. Yes, it does. No, I'll put I'll, do, I'll put a side by side comparison. Uh, he's begging her to stay, and also it looks like Chaz is reproposing to Amanda in the yes, background. I the second that. cutaway is Amanda drinks the sedative. She falls asleep at the table, and instead of everybody being a dick, they just like put like a napkin over her, and she gets to sleep. Meanwhile, Chaz is showing his penis to that same old lady, and we assume that they go off and do their thing, uh, and then we don't really see much more in that moment because oh. Uh, Michael Fassbender guy, Jack, Jack, gets super drunk and like fireman carries Olivia Munn out of frame. In the third version, Olivia Munn drinks the sedative. She falls asleep at the table. The Irish chick, Aisling, who's your favorite? Aisling Bay. Aisling Bay, who reminds me of a lot of Shannon. The way she acts and some of the things she says reminds me a lot of super Shannon. Super goofy. Um, and her big Irish head. Um, <laughs> Aisling starts making out with Jack, which is a funny... I would love to see the story because he hates her. He kind of makes yeah. references that he thinks she's really annoying. I would love to see... The build up to that. To how they what ended up making happened? out. Uh, also, the bride is chasing Amanda, Chaz's girlfriend, uh, and they seem to get in some sort of physical altercation. Uh, also, Mark is crying very hard at the table at one point. And we could probably guess that's because of well, everything his... that's happening. Yep. In the fourth one, Sydney drinks the sedative. And in that one, the old lady is dancing on the table. <laughs> I'm so curious as to how these timelines would have played off I, if like, you just watched it. Then, then that's all we see. Then the fifth option is... Mark drinks the sedative, which is what we need to happen. Uh, and Sydney and Chaz become best friends in that one where they're drinking and close friends. My, uh, Olivia Munn does not appreciate the aggressiveness of Jack in this version. And also in the credits, we see a version where Chaz is about to drink the potion uh, and Jack stops him. And Chaz is like, 
what, what are you doing? doing? Yeah, he's like he sounds crazy. And if, Chaz is my funniest because also in the post credits or in the credit scene, we do see a scene where Jack is walking back into the reception, and Chaz is walking very aggressively up to him, and he goes, "Oh, there he is with his big cock. Go ahead, pull your pants on. Go ahead, pull your pants let's on. Let's all see and it. Let's all see Jack's it." Like, Excuse me, and he's like, "Go on, let's see." And he starts wrestling with him to take his pants off, and I think that's one of the funniest because a lot of this is improv. You can tell a lot oh, of this yeah. is like, "All right, now your character is going to be at ten, and everyone else is going to be at a four. And you know, there's an archive so of outtakes that they didn't use. I want to I see want access to all that. of the footage for this film. This this film is so good. Like I said, the characters are so fleshed out, whack and goofy. So many of these characters I would have punched in real life if they were trying to destroy this wedding because uh, everyone's so selfish. So this is so well written and so clever and funny. I don't know if you're familiar with a play called Noises Off. I'm familiar. It's for those of you who don't know, it's a play, it's a three-act play. And act 1 takes place during rehearsal the week of opening night of a play. Yeah. Act two takes place during opening night, but from backstage. So we can see the reverse of the set and we see our actors going on and off stage and we're seeing all of this crazy shit happen off stage where they're getting punched in the head, they're breaking stuff, they're forgetting lines and, and we're seeing this craziness. And then act three is what the audience saw during all of that craziness on the stage. And I think that's such a crazy witty way to tell a story of us seeing like such a such silly jokes that are funny in act two then the payoffs of them in act three where we get to see it from the other side i think is a very funny bit you can tell this is a very british comedy yes and that and that kind of i believe even noise off is a british play it's a comedy of errors there's just so much misunderstanding miscommunication and they could definitely expand on that with the possibility of exactly how many different uh possibilities are there if this drink were to get switched up and so and so my point is that you know you see a lot of things get set up yeah and then you get to see the different ways that it pays off and i think that's such a funny way to to have us see a setup so far in advance mm -hmm. and then the payoff comes later i think is very funny it's so rewarding because right when you see the sedative and when it's poured into a glass well one thing i want to break down is like if you're gonna try to like put <laughs> a sedative so early yeah do it later when you know where the seating the happens. fact that the fact that he does it like hours before people sit at the table is the dumbest part of the movie like there's a lot of dumb decisions that's the worst i have a question at a wedding i don't think it's that strict to sit where your name no, card and that's is. the other thing even me and my mom said it because we watched it because me and my mom had Turned it on, and then we started making dinner one night, yeah. and we didn't really watch it. But we saw parts of it, and we're like, we need to sit down and watch this film. Yeah. The second time we came back to watch it was when I texted you and was like, we need to do this film for the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and even we said, is it that big of a deal to just say, hey, man, you want to switch seats? Because, because if we... Jack was that in love and was yes. in that much of a pursuit for Olivia Munn, he would have been like, hey, can I sit right there Or if Chaz quick? was such a weird, jealous person, he would have like, all of, all of it. All of it. Yeah. But that's not what's funny about the... That wouldn't make the movie funny. No. Um, yeah, we have to abide by these rules. I do think, though, that I cannot give the quickness and the dryness and the wittiness, I guess that's just British comedy of it, yep. enough credit. This film is insanely funny. And I wonder if the reason why it gets such low ratings from, from the people here is because maybe they don't get that British humor yet. So, yeah, I wonder what British critics are saying about this film. And there's a way to find that, but it's okay. We'll, but we we'll, won't look. We'll check out later. Because the BBC is a sham network, guys. I'm not going to back up anything that you say when it comes to shit like it that. It stands for Big Bad Confidential Lies. Nope, you've seen too much porn, and I know exactly what was going on in your mind before you uh, fleshed out that acronym. I didn't think about it at all until I started talking, Did you and not? I was like, I need to change directions. I used to think, like, on, you know, on the hub, if I saw BBC, it was like, oh, this is like a British 
Uh, you know, it shocked. can mean uh, BBC and BBW get very confusing sometimes. I used to get mixed up with BBW and BMW. Pog is also a confusing one that came up because recently. Because those are like 90s toys, Pog, right? well, P-A-W-G Pogs? on porn sites. Pretty oh. ass white girl. I thought it was... Um, is that what it stands for? Or did I make that up? I hope you made that up. And What did ma- you think it stood for? Well, I I don't know. I thought it was like a typo of dog, D-A-W-G. You like, never seen that dog? on like porn thumbnails? No, dog? I have, but like I never really just... Acronyms uh, don't pull me in. It's just... That's all. I only watch porn if it's got a good acronym. That's it? <laughs> I don't even care who's acting in it, honestly. Uh, but you know what I do care about? What? This movie. This Love, movie is wedding, great. repeat. Or what's it? Love, wedding, repeat. All right, I said it right. You got it right. Um, we went to a wedding. Yes. And I had a little bit to drink that night. You had a lot of bit to drink. We picked you up. You were already like, three you drinks to, in, dude. That was, I kind of blame you on that. Because no, you, because, because you were late. Because you were late. You were you you thrice texted me because I had a drink while I was getting ready. Not a crazy thing. I had another one that I was going to have while you came to get me. While I was drinking that one was when you told me you were running late. So I thought to myself, well, I'll have another one. In that time that you were still running late, I had two more. You know, at that point, you should have just driven yourself if you're going to no blame way. me for how many drinks you're going to have. That's a ridiculous thing. You want me to drink and drive and potentially kill somebody, Christian? No, I think you, you should just drive and then just You would have that blood from on your it. hands. No, do blood not say on that. on your hands. No, Just no. like when Haley killed her husband. Oh, my gosh. Do not cut me off. Call me a murderer and I just go straight into the movie and play, paint me to be this bad Anyways, person. my point was I didn't bring this up for you to try and deflect who's responsible for me killing people while drunk behind the wheel. It's always your Jesus fault. Jesus Christ. My point is... You were a lot to handle that night. I was fine. You were all over the Everyone place. Everyone had a good time. We kept losing you. You were like the I guy from to be Hangover. Found. I didn't need to be found. I was behaving myself. Mm. I was. You were, No, there were, you were behaving yourself for the most part, but still, you know, we were just worried. Like, well, I hope Alex is okay because we die. know you had a lot to <laughs> not, drink. Not enough for you to... Ugh, this is horrible. Not enough for you to worry that I'm going to die. Of course. No, I don't think you're going to die, but I feel like you could just be like super drunk somewhere and Dead. I felt responsible for you. Yeah. You did get me home and I do appreciate that. Gotcha. Wait. You did, didn't go home. You I was going to say, motel, well, you didn't dude. take me home. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. You didn't drop me off at home. Um, uh, anyways. Anyway. I do love weddings. Weddings are always fun. I think they're a great time. This room is getting really hot. I'm about to take my pants off. Please don't take your pants off. It's not summer It's been quite a yet. long time since I've had ever quoted without my pants on and today might be the day. No, can we postpone that until at least the summer season comes along? I'm tired of having a naked Alex in my room. You haven't had a naked Alex in your room in a long time. But more frequently than not. That's not true. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. That's not true. Huh? But more frequently. Look, I know I'm your life partner and everything, Stop Christian. Stop calling that's me your life partner. I'm not your life partner. Yes, you are. We're best friends. That's You're all. You're my life partner. When you tell people that we're life partners, they get the wrong idea. That we're partners And then they life. see I have a girlfriend and they think I'm polygamous. Like, oh, he's he's slanging it with that Filipino chick and with his best friend. Look, I don't know anybody who's a polygamist, but I'm sure they're good people. You know, it's fine. I'm just saying that I'm not. A good person? I hate you are so manipulative. You know I that? I am not. You it's are supposed taking to be called symbiosis. Words. No, stop. Let's talk I'm about so this I'm so symbiositive. Movie. You don't even say the word right, dude. Take an English class, fool. No. No. I'm foreign. Brian. I want to talk about Brian because he is half of you, I would say. Yeah. I do. If he did magic, he would be all of me. Um, I like how he goes to get a haircut maybe half an hour That's before the you. wedding starts. That's you. I wouldn't do that. No, but doing but doing something. Okay, 
but doing something right before a big event because you made a prior commitment is very you. Maybe not a haircut, but you'd be like, hey guys, I'll be right back. I just got to go help so-and-so's grandma cross the street because I promised I'd do it three weeks ago and I got to do it right now. I'll be right back. And then you Weird leave, example. And then you're late because, yes, look at the way you react. If a you grandma know, needs to be no, helped no, no, with crossing the street, matter. I'm there. <laughs> See, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, you know that you, because, because you're such a nice guy and you have such a tough time saying no to people, you commit yourself to so many things and I've been on the receiving end where yep. you've sacrificed things for me because you're doing a nice thing for somebody else and I think it's bullshit because you're doing a nice thing for somebody else I'm not allowed to get mad at you for doing it but you know yep. what fuck that I'm still mad it's at you barrier. because now I'm becoming a second rate citizen to who yep. to who some jabroni's yep. grandma yep and the thing is it's easy to get mad at you hot. it's easy to get mad at you stop stop it don't look me in the eyes you take your pants off my sunglasses on you don't know where my eyes it are. looks like you're shitting <laughs> you're <laughs> It looks like you're pooping. Your pants are around your ankles, you juvenile. You're one of those peers when you're at a urinal. I, you have it around your ankles. Of you course. have the pants Take around your Take a look at my glutes. I work hard on them. Explain to me Explain to me how you think it's okay to blow me off because you're doing an icing for somebody else. Because by doing that, you're doing an I'm asshole thing to me. I'm blowing you off. No. This is because- when does, it, when, does it, when does the niceties come back to me, Christian? Let me break this down for you. You think that I'm doing nice things on purpose so I have an excuse to blow people off. Nope, no. <laughs> not blowing anyone off. I think off. it happens that way. It ha Because I'm doing nice things for people, and I don't blow them off. I'm just kind of late sometimes. <laughs> At least when I'm late, I have an excuse. Sometimes That's with you. not any better. What? Having an excuse because you're late does not make being late okay what so you being late and just being like i have no excuse at least that's all but what's the but that wouldn't be the end of my sentence okay then finish that sentence for me i don't know why i'm late because i'm never late i'm always early yeah i mean sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes you have to think okay, about okay, it sometimes Every, one in eight times i'm late why are you getting on me right now we're talking about you the are movie. more like one in four times surely okay one thing i want to do pick out from this whole uh, debacle that we just had is that yes i can be too nice i'm very much like jack okay. where he puts other people first yeah I, J yes like he jack won't needs to stand up to he won't grab the opportunity there's a quote here that really moved me when it was uh olivia munn in the uh, i forget what what time in the last timeline the okay. timeline that we see to the end where she's leaving because of work mm -hmm. and oh, she, she, she gets drunk buff. And she's had like 16, but the one where she gets drunk and she's very yeah. late. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She has like 16 missed calls. He chases after her outside and he says like, hey, do you think we had a connection or am I just uh, being crazy? And she says, yes, but I think, I think we just had our moment, but we missed it. And I'm like, wow, that's a powerful line because that, that is very deep. makes I... all of us think about like, are there opportunities out there? Are there moments in life that we've missed? Oh, for sure. And I think uh, for a lot, I know I can, I know, I know for a fact mm -hmm. that there are times where you have to. Think about the moment that you're in and really take a step back and remove yourself and understand that some things aren't meant to last forever. Yeah. And some things are very fleeting. And I think what helps people get through that moment is understanding that life is bigger than the 10 minutes that we're living in in this current moment. And I, one thing that I really was semi-attracted to and really appreciative that Olivia Munn expressed in this movie is that understanding that, hey, you know, we had a moment. We thought it was never going to happen again. That, that spark was potentially there. But here we are. We do have a second chance here now, and we can try. We can, we can either give that opportunity its its due diligence, or we can just say, "Hey, you know what? 
that's the end of it and that's that's what happened and they sit back and wonder all their lives but what they can proudly look back on is say that they attempted to see and made the most of that moment and yeah. that's something that I myself have have done and I and I want to continue to live my life in that moment yeah. where I can look back and not just look at the 10 minute moment that I'm in but yeah. understand that if we're using a time metaphor look at the hour that I'm in and understand that it is fleeting mm-hmm. and not hate it for the fact that it's fleeting but also not be tied to it and love to it because it's going to be gone. You have to look at the bigger picture of things. I, I myself, I do get stressed out. I know that uh, having options is a luxury, but when I have options, I freak the fuck out internally. Totally. I think that's a very um, un, unexpressed problem that a lot of people have, especially in this day and age. Yeah. It's everything from as simple as what am I supposed to watch on Netflix? Because you've now given me so much option that I have zero option. Yeah. Uh, and it comes down to our lives, too. It comes down to this idea of where we don't know what what step it can be. Because I think, for myself, I can see moments in my life where I can see the fork, fork in the road. And I don't know where the roads lead, and I don't know what directions are, but I do understand that this is a pivotal moment. And, and this that, is that's the moment the where I have to make it, the decision. Though. That's the beauty. If life was too expected... Then there's no fucking point. Life is supposed to be wild. Time itself and these forks in the road are supposed to be high stakes because, yes. I mean, that's how you get the thrill of life. And I think you have to, one of the things that I think you, you well, I think, I think, I think, I think. Um, <laughs> one of the th- things that I think is very prevalent in this film is that idea of once you make a decision or, or some decision is made, in the sense it's who drinks a sedative, yes. you have to be okay with what comes of it. Yeah. I think in the first version when olivia munn and him don't actually end up together because uh he like he's really focused on trying to get mark out of the wedding because so he, he cares so much for focus on what he's trying to do yeah and he loses olivia munn in that moment and i think and she ends up quasi going with the movie guy yeah um but uh it's just little decisions have big ramifications is that butterfly effect yeah uh did we talk about that in this movie yeah we brought up the butterfly effect I mean, it's it's a it's a through line of this entire episode. I mean, because yeah. it's the fork in the road. Yeah, I one thing I I really liked about uh, how they were kind of building up to that last timeline that we actually see mm-hmm. to completion is the narrator says there's just out of thousands of possibilities of how eight people could be seated at a table, there is that one very rare chance that the right seating happens, mm-hmm. and that's what we see. We see Brian and Aisling Bay. They get together, even though you can tell Brian kind of dislikes her. I would say despises who Aisling Bay is. They have a moment where they're on the couch and they. She says they do have yeah. And there's some that was beautiful. That was back a really nice forth. moment. Yes, and I do want to say, I think I don't think he necessarily despises her. I think he doesn't understand her. Mm-hmm. And he, and and, and, she, she, and I think that's no why one he, understands her. Of course, yeah. She was one of my favorite characters because she was so quirky. Do you remember what her first line is? Uh, she's talking about uh, penne. She's like, I always thought penne was Italian for penis, but I found out that it's actually just Italian for penne. <laughs> and it's so funny. You see how ditzy and clueless she is? She, Chaz comes out with Amanda. Oh, and she's like, oh, is this your new boyfriend? I'm glad you got rid of that last one. What was his name? Chaz. Chaz. And he's like, my name's Chaz. And he's like, like, wow, are you dating two Chazes in a row? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. She's so Still, ditzy. That is a very, and I'm sorry, Shannon, if you're listening. Um, that's a, Shannon that's a very Shannon do. thing to do. She's very, she is like, not necessarily stupid, but just this like oblivious to like, oh, that's funny. Like, cause your last boyfriend's name was Chaz. And be like, mm-hmm. I like how mm-hmm. Aisling mm-hmm. Bay was uh, making fun of, uh, Chaz's three thousand dollars suit that made him look like a magician. 
And I'm sure you kind of identified with that. I And before you even said that, I even told my mom, I go, I like that suit. And then the next line was like, you look like a nine-year-old magician. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And you were like, I would love to look like a nine-year-old magician. That is a nice suit, though. It, you, I know you like those multicolored blazers where the that's not really. I think lapel the, is a different the, color. Not even necessarily that that makes me like it. It's the cut and the three piece of it. It's a three piece suit. He spent three thousand bucks. It better oh. look good because I thought it looked good too. He, th- he spent three thousand uh, pounds. Pounds, which British. is higher to the yeah, dollar. So that's probably like five thousand American dollars. Uh, super high. I mean, so it better look kind of good. But too bad he was kind of like a, a shitty, insecure guy. <laughs> well, maybe, but in the last storyline we do see him become a, a more man. of a confident man yes. he didn't become a man he's always been a man don't be a dick like that yeah he becomes I, a i'm sorry i apologize confident man uh, and that was something that i like i said i do identify with a lot of things that Chaz does because i am shocker um stubborn I, 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 not what i was gonna say insecure stop it stocky <laughs> no i was to gonna blanket say the insecurity so, uh, no. <laughs> jesus christ yes all of those things but also um i do get jealous fairly easily and in my Oh. older age i have been trying to like really i don't like seeing jealous alex i don't like seeing jealous have alex. you seen jealous alex yeah dude you have of uh, this uh your frow tur- or your brow turns in like gets very furrowed and you're just kind of like overthinking i've seen it and you're pacing back and forth and you ask me for advice and all that advice i give you to what you're saying you're like yeah <laughs> i should do that you're right i should do that next time i hit you up you're like hey did you do that and you're like no, 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 I didn't, I didn't do did it. This. I'm like, well, what's the point of me telling you what to do? <sighs> Don't seek advice if it means nothing, dude. Anyways, <laughs> sorry I to break that down. To see that he understood that he has self worth. I I love it because he walks up to Amanda, who this entire time he's been egging to become his fiance, and he says, almost bullying her into it. Yeah, yeah. and he says. But because she's kind of a bully back to him, too. It's a very uh, rough. It's a very... It's super unhealthy. From the get, you can see that they shouldn't be together. Yeah. You can see that she still has feelings for Jack. She is uh, Jack's yep. ex. Yep. Um, she is so emotionally attached to Jack still that when, in the first timeline, she finds out that Jack had thrown that he hates her still, uh, which isn't true. He just says that... Well, the, he did at, say it. At the end of the relationship, it was semantics. It was miscommunication. Is what you was always happening. blame it on semantics. But the words that he said were exactly, I hate her. Yeah. Well, she brings that up and she ends up headbutting his face. Which... <laughs> happens when he's trying to say bye to Olivia Munn and she's like, uh, I gotta, I gotta go, go for work. to work. Dude, oh, if man. I saw someone with a bloody nose, I'd put work on hold for a quick second, make sure that person's nose wasn't broken and be like call me no 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 olivia munn is a charmer in this one i like the bit where she is spilling her oh my gosh there's still so much to talk about first of all in one of the timelines uh oh in the last timeline she sees that he uh, jack takes the sedative so jack goes to the bathroom with brian oh my god no jack goes to the bathroom by himself to throw up and brian being a good in. best friend notices something's wrong he goes in with him he's like hey man what's going on and he's like i need i need to he, sees him, he sees him trying to throw up he's got his fingers down so he's like i can't do this. He's like i need your help he's like i took a sedative i need you to help me throw up and brian's like oh i don't want to do this he's like please you got long fingers you can make it work this is a very 21 Jump Street thing to and, do. Well, yeah, definitely. That almost the exact same joke, except I think it was funnier in this one. I was fine with it happening here. I think it's a very Christian Alex thing. I think I could see it being both characters. We could be either or where we would 
I don't know if I'd ask you to put your fingers you down my throat. Are looking at my balls? No, I'm looking at your fingers, dude. Oh, oh. I'm looking at how long and gaggly, gangly they are, and if I'd want got, those down my throat. I could totally get to your vulva. I know it's a possibility, but I wouldn't want that. I'm, I could make myself throw up very easily. I've done it before. Can you make yourself throw up without touching yourself? No. I, I need the fingers in my... I used, to know a, I used to know a guy who could just make himself throw up on command. That's a weird party trick. <laughs> it's weird. It hey, you guys want to see me vomit real quick? He, he proved it to me in uh, seventh grade science class. That's a weird thing to do. That's not something you should put under special skills on your resume. He got out of school for the day. For throwing up? Yeah, they're like, we should send you home. He's like, Can't yeah, you probably. Just tell a teacher that you don't feel good. You don't have to <laughs> no, throw up. You have to. That's Listen, going kids, overboard. If you want to get out of school, throw up. Don't tell kids to throw up on this show man that's a bad thing to condone <laughs> don't do it if you're trying to get skinny that's not how it works you're gonna get acid reflux you're gonna burn the insides of your throat and esophagus that's not healthy no definitely not i can't even act like i, I can't take the other side of that one <laughs> anyway when they're in the middle of brian sticking his fingers down <laughs> jack's throat olivia munn walks in and she's so startled at this she's like well, uh, uh, i gotta i was just seeing if everything's Okay. And she does like, like a triple take. Like, girl, get out of there. You saw what happened. The best part is as they're like trying to like play it off, Brian just goes to start washing his hands. <laughs> he like immediately Moves on onto the sink to go wash his hands. And then they go to the table and uh, and he's, he's able to talk his way out of it with Jack Olivia is, Munn. Yeah. Jack is. Do you think you would be smooth enough to talk about I think I could be able to talk my way out no, of that. Not that. I do. And not because that. he does it in a very smart way where he's like, he's like, you know what? This is a really funny story. He's like, I, I don't want to tell it to you right now, but it is a really funny story. I would have gone ahead and told that story right now it, because I would have. he could have had the same effect by breaking the tension and just explaining to her what's going on. It would have been a funny enough story to kind of break that I ice don't know, for because, sure. Because if you would have explained to her that he took the sedative when he fell asleep while she was talking, it wouldn't have been that big of a day. Yeah, if he, I would have just pulled her to the side and been like, okay, this is going to sound wild, but that guy right there coked out of his mind. He's trying to ruin the wedding, tried to slip a sedative in his drink, so on and so forth, and so on and so forth. And hopefully she would have been just charmed by my clumsiness that she would have liked me and it would have been okay. You couldn't phrase it like that, though, because it sounds like you're trying to poison somebody. You'd have to say, I accidentally took a sedative. Well, you have to tell her why you why there was even Not a yet. sedative Not present. Yet. Nope, nope. What? No. Because apparently she just accepts any kind of explanation. You could just be like, hey, somehow I took a sedative and it's going to fuck me up in an hour. And then, uh, she, and then she was ready to be like, okay, let's continue from where we left off. My mom died because of this. Terminal cancer. Terminal cancer is not a joke. Rough. But he starts yawning at it because he took the sedative. He and falls, straight up falls asleep. She's like, is my mother's death boring you? My mother's terminal cancer, is it boring you? And like, just watching it, I was like, oh. That's a sticky situation. I wouldn't know how to get out of that oh. one. Christian. Hi. Would you know how to pick a best person on Saddle Ward? In this movie, it is extremely difficult. I don't have a necessarily a system quite yet. I just go with my gut feeling. I'm going to have to give it to... Aisling Bay. You're, okay, why? Because she she stood out to me. And uh, naturally, I was gravitated toward her because she stuck out like a sore thumb in the best way possible. She was playing that character. A character like that who is goofy and ditzy could easily just be played very hack and very cheesy and very cringy. But she was so adorable and so funny and very Great. quick. Yeah, um, that character could be easily played hack. The ditzy friend, the third wheel um is easy to make silly but when it's done well uh you know it's it done can well. work how um, about you my best person on ted ward is uh dean craig 
He is the writer, or the screenplay writer, and the director. Beautiful. This movie is based on, I think, an Italian movie. It might be French. I couldn't tell by the title. Um, but it, I think it's very funny. I think the translation to it is a very funny. I can't wait for the American version. Like, yeah. I, I, I oh, just, I can imagine this. Like what they did with uh, the Office and Death at the Funeral, where exactly. they just took it, copy and paste into American yep, yep. humor. I think it could be. One of, those, one of those comedies. It'd be good. Or maybe they won't because it's on Netflix and everybody gets to see it. But, That's right. Uh, this is a great movie, guys. I highly recommend it. In my scale, yep. it can be that great. Wow. Six out of five. Six out of five. It can be that great. This is, this is one of the best rom-coms I've seen in a long time. Maybe top 10 of my rom-coms in, in history. That's saying a lot. Yeah. That is saying a lot. Um, On the ICBTB scale, I'm going to have to abide by the rules and not <laughs> break the the barrier restrictions. I'm going to go with the five out of five. It can be that good. It's a really good one. I'm happy that you recommended this film, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, I do want to give an honorary mention to Brian, played by Joel, Joel Fry. He's great, usually, and that's another character that's hard to play. For a majority of the film, he plays sleepy because he's the first person to take <laughs> well, the second. Yeah, in the first half. And he's really funny doing Him, it. His maid of honor speech <laughs> is hilarious. Or he thinks he's in a dream. <laughs> he's just like uh, muttering into the he's mic. He's getting weirder and weirder. Uh, oh, Vitelli, who's the director. He's put me in a movie here. Put me in a movie, you bastard. Some shit like um, that. Have you seen the movie Yesterday? No, I've not. He yet. is in yesterday, and he he's the plays, friend, right? He's a re- he's really good in that. Gosh, as well. gotta watch it. Yeah, and not what you would expect. Not the twist you expect it to take. Actually, I know it seems like it would be a predictable plot line, but it's I'd... kind of a predictable plot line. It's just not the predictable plot line you think it is. Cool. I want to check it out. I think it's, it's on, on HBO, HBO Plus. Yeah. All right, folks. Go yeah, watch. Back. You say HBO Plus? I don't know. There's no such thing that exists. It's on. It's on Disney Max. It's on HBO. I think that's all. It's on ABC News. Anyway, my name is Christian. And my name is Alejandro. Uh, and you can follow the podcast at ICBTB Podcast. You can send us an email and you can join our friends uh, because they all take a look at our website. It's ICBTB.com. That's a weird thing to request. You can join our friends. Yeah. Join our friends list, guys. That's actually not a weird thing to ask. You can be friends with us on Facebook. Yeah. You know, follow all of our socials. Uh, rate and review. Subscribe, follow everywhere you listen. Also, if you have a fear of gerbils, stop. Don't no be gerbils. afraid of gerbils. You can't bring up gerbils anymore. Oh, uh, ever? No, ever. Um, see you guys. Uh, bye. <laughs> ever?